Oh, and we're going to be talking about something a lot that's going to be a lot of fun, which is audiobooks. Oh my gosh, audiobooks all the rage. And if you're an author, soon to be author, um, this is going to be really helpful for you to actually get more revenue from your content than you're already getting, uh, provided you, even if you have an audiobook, we've got a couple of uh, tips and tricks here. So let's get started, shall we? First of all, big promise to you. We're going to do this in about 20 minutes. I don't like long trainings. We want to just get right to the point. Um, there's also a PDF with a checklist involved with this. Um, if you're watching this on a recorded level, um, you can click below and download the checklist. If you're watching it live, you'll get an invitation to join that list at the conclusion of this uh, episode today. Um, the other big promise to you is we're going to give you actionable ideas, tactics, and overall strategy to make more money from your content. And I'm talking specifically about a book, of course, but obviously you've got a book in print and digital, I'm hoping. Um, audio is a very big revenue source that is growing and not enough people are tapping into it. So hopefully you can solve that for yourself right now. So what's the problem? There's a couple of issues with audiobooks. One, where as an author, you're used to writing and typing and using words to communicate. And making an audiobook is almost like going to Mars, man. It's completely different. There's a uh, you know, no spell check here. There's no font formatting, layout design. It's just a voice and your words and the power behind them. And a couple of the problems that go with that, not just the unfamiliarity with audio, but currently at this point, uh, Amazon does not like the AI um, voices. They're using AI for their own company, of course, but not on the audio, right? They have a very um, clear uh, mandate that we're not going to allow... Um, you know, computer voices. Now we've all seen um, AI increase in its quality and power over the past few months or year. And the audio I've seen and heard from this uh, AI world is quite good. Obviously there's some ups and downs in the audio that aren't really syncing with the power of your voice. And I'm not sure what kind of detectors they use, but to be safe, use a human being for right now because humans can uh, obviously... Um, We've been communicating with each other for quite a while. So Amazon picky, don't use AI. Second challenge is the technical requirements. Um, as I said earlier, print and digital is not the same as audio, but they still have a lot of technical requirements with metadata, um, the table of contents, credits, a bunch of things there. Um, a third problem everybody asks me is, should I use a narrator or my own voice? And that's a really big decision to make, but it's very, very simple. And we'll get to that in a moment. On um, the solution to all those problems is very, very clear, and you'll have everything you need today to actually tackle all that. Number one, um, the step-by-step -step process to create and produce and publish and even market your audio book. Uh, narrator choice, we're going to cover that towards the end. Very easy to do. And the third thing is leveraging your audio book. Um, you know, audio book on its own, uh, you know, $5, $10, $15, whatever you want to charge for it. But how do you get the 10X your revenue on a product that is just the same or a little bit more price, higher price than your book. We're going to cover that as well. So first of all, do you want a 10 extra revenue? Of course we do. Who doesn't? Um, in the next 18 minutes, because I got two minutes to introduce it, and then we're going to get, close out right at 20 minutes. I want you to set aside any beliefs, ideas, um, misconceptions you may have about audiobooks, Amazon, even book marketing. Just wipe it all. But have a clean slate here. And let me give you some basic fundamentals high-level strategies and some killer tactics to get you going. First of all, why an audiobook? Oh my gosh, this is a simple one. Um, you know, print books have been around since Gutenberg days back in the 1500s. 
um, or 1600s, whatever that was. But um, and digital course last 20 years or so. Audio has been around for a long time, but audio books, everybody have audio books on tape. I have books on tape before, but audio books in the Amazon world, in the world of what we do today, has had double digit growth rates three years in a row. Now, print and digital books, the growth of that has been kind of flat. Audiobooks really going through the roof. Um, and the reason for that is um, the new term that you've heard before is the attention economy. It's no longer the content economy, the knowledge economy, the information economy. That's all gone. Everything is out there. All the information content you could possibly want has already been published and out there. So what do you do? I mean, content is no longer king. It's about attention. And getting someone's attention is a key component to leveraging a brand and making more money from your content. So um, multimedia is the angle here, right? Your book's got to be in print, got to be in digital, and it should be in audio. We'll talk about video in another episode. But there's tsunami of content that's out there, and it's going to get much worse or better, depending on your perspective, with AI generating more and more content out there. So with that huge tsunami of content, how do you stand out? You've got to do something different, but don't forget, it's got to be different and useful. And audiobooks currently are still a little bit different than what 90% of authors are, are used to. So it's different enough to elevate your status in the ecosystem of books. The reason audiobooks have taken off is very, very simple. Um, the podcast explosion is very responsible for that. Um, before podcasts, we listened to radio, TV, magazines, we, re we read books. But because podcasts become so popular and these uh, devices we carry around are so easy to put a computer in our pocket, a studio in our pocket, um, it's very convenient to listen to an audiobook on your phone or your watch, whatever it is, or your iPod. People still use those. Um, now, what does that mean? That means that you can multitask. I'm sure some people listen to podcasts and audiobooks and all by themselves are sitting there and they're just focusing on it, right? I'm going to just listen. I think it's pretty rare. I'm guessing, like me, when I listen to an audiobook, I'm doing something else. I'm working out. I'm driving. I'm doing groceries. I'm doing dishes. I'm multitasking because it's the one way I can consume content. I can learn and grow while I'm doing another task. And it's not multitasking in the sense that it's distracting. An audiobook is a background information gathering while you're doing something, you know, monotonous or tedious. And you can think with your brain while your hands are doing something else. Whether it's cutting the grass or changing a diaper, an audiobook is a great way to get into your customer's heart and soul while they're doing something else. And they'll thank you for it. So uh, last piece on that, I'll just mention that a lot of the audiobooks that I've listened to um, are great. And the best ones, I always end up buying the book as well. And that's a little clue as to why we're gonna, how we're going to 10x our revenue. A lot of people want to do multimedia when they're consuming information and learning. Alex Ramosi suggests you actually read and listen to the book at the same time. There's probably some neuroscience to this. I'm not going to, I'm not privy to it, but having that multiple formats going through your brain is going to make that lesson much more sticky to what you're trying to achieve. So can you spot the trend? Think about it. 45% of adult Americans have already listened to an audiobook, but the format only has an 11.3% market share. You see the delta there? People are consuming audiobooks. Almost half of us are, but the market share is still low. That creates 
pent up demand and opportunity for every single author out there to make sure you take your book, your content, whatever you've created and look up and be excited about creating it in an audio format. So how do you create and publish an audio book? That's what this is all about. It's very, very simple. And there's two basic uh, components to it. One is the content. You've got your manuscript, right? You've written a book. And if you haven't, you should. And if you don't have time for it, contact us. We've got a great ghostwriting and publishing team that can do that for you. But your manuscript is words on paper or on a, on a pad. And those words are what's gonna be converted to the audiobook. Sounds pretty simple. However, when it's formatted in a book, you've got pages and you've got big, bold headlines and it's a wide page and your eyes go like this, okay? When you're doing an audiobook, especially if you're gonna narrate it yourself, you've gotta make sure it's formatted for narration. That means the, the width of the paper should probably be a little bit narrower and you should probably clip some of the paragraphs up a little bit, chop it up so it comes out in bite-sized pieces, right? So reformatting for narration, you might wanna just take your original uh, Microsoft Word may, uh, document and just make that a little bit cleaner, easier to read for yourself. You don't need the diagrams or call-up boxes. And that gets into the next point there, which is unabridged or abridged. If it's an abridged book, which is probably gonna be easier to listen to, you don't talk about the graph or the quote or the, um, you know, the acknowledgements, you get right to the meat of the book. If it's unabridged, you read every single word that's in that printed book, including copyright 2020, whatever it is. You wanna make sure you decide whatever you wanna do, abridged or unabridged, and you can probably do both. Um, and then of course, credits. When you produce an audiobook, you have to have a lot of metadata on the file, the audio file itself, which we'll get into, and including credits. Who's responsible for producing this? So your content is just the same as your book, with a couple of small nuances there in terms of abridged and formatting and credits. Now comes the fun part, production, creating the book itself. Uh, I've got a checklist I'll show you in a second, but first of all, let's talk about the narrator. That's the key thing that people ask me, should I hire a professional or do it myself? And the answer comes from really a couple of questions that you can ask yourself. Number one, it's about time and money. And we'll get to the quality in a moment. But if you had the time, to record your book yourself, get a good microphone, um, practice it, get some soundproofing on your walls and narrate it yourself. If you go down that road and narrate it yourself, you must have either a director or an editor to make sure your audiobook at least has a chance of feeling professional. Because we don't, we don't always talk the way we read and we don't listen the way we write. There's a very um, interesting theater of the mind going on. If you listen to any of the old radio shows back in the 20s and 30s, they're very good at describing a situation, doing dialogue and things like that to get people to use their imagination to put themselves in that scene. I've listened to a bunch of audiobooks, and the ones that are not as professionally produced, I don't finish them. If the narrator is boring, I'm not going to finish it. So if you're going to narrate yourself, be sure you take an acting lesson, a voice lesson, or at least get an editor or a director to help you produce that book in a professional manner. If you go down the road of hiring a narrator, oh my gosh, I've got a couple of people I've used and they are wonderful. From low price to mid to high price, they've got studios, they do a great job, and it's hands off. It's like, here's some money, go produce my book. So if you got you know more money than time, go professional. If you got more time than money, do it yourself, 
but be sure to do a good job. Uh, sound quality is, is critical. Um, I've got some sound panels here. I'm actually building my office. It'll be up in a, in a few weeks and you'll probably hear the difference if you come back to these, these audios in the future. Good microphones is very, very important. Um, also, there's audio sweetening a person, a professional engineer can do to enhance the audio. When your voice is really close to the microphone, it's a little bit sharper, clear, it has more resonance. If it's farther away, it might not sound as good. That's why having that director or editor is going to help you get the good quality. So obviously, good microphone, a studio, if you can afford to go into the studio and narrate yourself, that's even better than making your own panels up and doing all that jazz it takes a lot of time. Um, no matter where you are in America, North America, or the world, I guarantee you there's a studio nearby you. And you don't need to go to some fancy, you know, TV studio. You can go to a local person who's got a, you know, a studio. I've got one friend of mine who, you know, put a studio in under his stairs, that empty space under stairs in his basement. He had a beautiful $2,000 microphone in there and he padded it with the glass window, double doors. It sounded great because he's into music. So um, get a good studio, decent studio, decent microphone. And no matter what you do, narrate yourself or a professional, there's going to be some editing involved. And you need somebody who understands the format of an audiobook in order to edit it properly. Um, so editing is, is interesting because if you are recording yourself, I use that as, as an example, because the professional narrators, I'll suggest, it's already have, has an um, editing team and production um, going on there. You don't need to worry about it. If you're doing it yourself, though, understand when you're narrating a book, you've got intonation, you've got pace, you've got bullet points, things you want to be more strong with when you're speaking. An audiobook is very similar to what Roger Love calls um, singing. When you have a very high thing you're going to talk about, or you're going to bring it down. You're going to bring a little bit of drama and tension and wrap up, you know, maybe increase your speed or slow it down a little bit. But when you vary your tonality, you vary your speed and even the volume, it's more interesting to listen to. Obviously, your content has to be interesting as well. But don't forget the production values of speaking with somebody like you're doing a speech. You know, you're going to be entertaining them as well as informing them. Um, the difference between a director and an editor is all in the money and time again. If you have a studio and you're going there and there's an actual director, they can help you with your intonation, your pacing, and they'll help you. They'll listen very carefully to what you're saying, how you're saying it. And if you might, you know, flub a word or something, they'll say, okay, pause. Read that one again and always give yourself a little count before you do that. Don't rush right into it because it's harder to edit. Um, if you don't, can't afford a director, at least get an editor that can go in there later and snip out the, you know, the, the, the mistakes you make, the ugly pauses whatever it is. Um, and the auto format is uh, it's called ACX on Amazon. It's the one that is um, protected by Amazon, coincidentally, which is good for you as a owner of the content. And um, it's very simple to do. Um, th this will be in the checklist that you can click on below. Uh, when it comes to editing, there are AI programs now that can also snip out all those pauses and sometimes the mistakes. Um, the pauses that can come out naturally. I've seen about two or three programs that you can put the file in there and it automatically cuts out um, whatever you don't want in there. <clears throat> You've got to manually go through it and listen to it yourself. Double check things because AI is not smart enough to, um, and nor is it responsible to do everything for you. It's a great tool, but it is not in charge of your audiobook. You are. So if you use an AI editor to help you 
uh, tighten up your, your manuscript, your audiobook, be sure to review it yourself several times. Publishing. Oh my gosh, this is so easy, right? Okay, we're going to publish on Audible on Amazon because that's the number one place to go to. Now, of course, you can publish in other areas as well. There are dozens of other places you can publish your audiobook, including you know Spotify and, and um, iTunes and other places. But start with Audible because that's where most people go to download and to um, you know listen to their books. Um, I also also recommend using some um, some sneaky things here to to encourage you to get to that 10x revenue. Um, one idea I got from a friend of mine was to actually put a QR code on the very first page of your book on your print book, right? And say, hey, um, if you like my audio version, it's normally thirty nine dollars. You can get it free by scanning this code. Why does he do that? Think about this. When you're looking at a book online. Um, sometimes you'll go and you'll go in the preview section. Hey, let's take a look inside that book. Amazon has that free, it's like five or 10 pages of preview. And when you put a free offer there, your lead magnet, and someone scans that, you get the lead. Sorry, Amazon. I know you don't like giving out your data, your information. You don't give us any information about who's buying our stuff. And this is a workaround. Um, they might not even buy your print book, but they scan the QR code in that first page of your print book on the preview page. You could pick up a lead and what's more important to you selling the book for, you know, 10, 20 bucks with the lead. If you're going for volume on your, on your book, then don't do this. If you're a consultant, a coach, or got an agency, then definitely focus on the big picture. What will that lead mean to you? What's the potential income from the lead as opposed to the, um, what I'm going to call the lead magnet, um, repurposing your audiobook. I'm at clubhouse here. It's kind of a joke. I was on clubhouse once for about 20 minutes and I didn't get it. Wasn't for me. I'm not sure who still goes there, but if you do, I guess you could put your audiobook there. More importantly, those audio snippets, those sound bites you can get from your book, those zingers, those one-liners you have, are great pieces of content to repurpose. And you could take that same AI program you used to edit it and have it, or maybe a different one, to create a little text to go with it, to just transcribe it, a meme, a graphic, a chart, whatever you want to do. Take your audiobook and cut it into bite-sized pieces of value that you can repurpose on social media and newsletters, um, on advertising, however you want to do it. You've got great content. You don't have to keep reinventing the wheel and uh, coming up with new stuff all the time. If your book is any good, which I hope it is, there's plenty of content in there that you can chop up, get snippets, reels, all that jazz. Um, so how do you upload a book? All right, there's 10 easy steps. I'm not going to go through the steps today because it's it's something that would take probably more than our a lot of time here to do it. So if you click below on the recorded version of this, there's a checklist. I've got 10 pages, 10 steps, how to easily uh, upload your book to Audible, right? You've got to have some metadata on there and some specifics. And I cover all the technical ideas and, and requirements in that checklist. So click below and get that thing. So key takeaways, choice. First thing you got to decide. Are you going to record it? Are you going to be the narrator or somebody else? Once you decide that, move forward. Don't go back and just get it done. It's really time and money. Um, the other question people ask in that, well, what is going to do better? If it's a memoir, I would lean towards you doing it yourself. If it's a how-to book or a leadership book, it doesn't really matter. It, the, 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 probably the best way to judge this is to, it's hard, but I would actually record your own voice listen to some narrators, and then ask. 
I would do a poll or a survey with your audience and say, which would you prefer? Because some people don't care, some people do. There's a lot of graphs and research on this. It's kind of a mixed bag. Um, some people like hearing their own voice, most don't. So record it and get someone else to tell you which they would prefer. And you can go pretty deep on this. I might even go as far as to get you know a couple dozen people to give me a vote on which they prefer before I make that decision. But whatever you do, um, don't get hung up on it. Don't make it, don't let it prevent you from producing it. Do some research, figure out which way you want to go, time, money, quality, and get it done. Um, that goes back to the third, second point here is attention to detail. The very first audiobook we produced on Amazon took us about, I don't know, three or more or four months to get it to be approved. There are so many mistakes in all the technical requirements. That's where the checklist is going to be very helpful for you. Um, and then, of course, the third takeaway is publish for profit. You might make money in your audiobook, but you probably make a lot more money from the coaching, consulting, or other work you do from your book. So give your audience, give your potential readers a lot of opportunities to listen and read about you. Repurposing your content is only going to serve you. So conclusion, your book has to be in multiple formats. Um, get some professional assistance on this. It's hard to do out of the gate on your own. Uh, use our checklist. Um, I've got some other resources with our narrators that we've used before. You can contact them as well. Um, and owning your IP, I was talking to a client just this past week who had a um, bunch of wonderful books on, um, on Amazon, but when she produced her audio book, she had her publisher produce that completely for her and they controlled the IP. The intellectual property is kind of theirs to control. So when her book had to be updated, she went from 2018 to now it was a four years difference and her content had changed a lot. It was a technical book and she couldn't, she updated her print and digital book but the publisher is getting a hard time about taking down the old audio file and putting a new one. And so people on the audio version listen to an old, old version of a book, which isn't as relevant as a new one today. So I'm a big fan of owning your IP. That's why we, um, with a couple of, a couple of partners, we've created gratis publishing, which is the only New York publishing house that allows every single author to own all of their copyrights, all their intellectual property and get all of the royalties. 100% of the royalties are yours when you use gratis to publish your book. And there's going to be a big launch of that in a couple months, but you can sign up and get started with them right now. And the link again will be below here for you. Uh, and of course, most importantly, 10x your revenue with the right amount of marketing and content. And most importantly, engagement, you can get that content to be used over and over again in different formats to get more clients coming into your, into your, uh, into your environment, as well as other media opportunities. Getting on podcasts are going to be much easier if you got some audio samples in your press kit or your speaker kit. Put some audio clips in there of your book. Not everybody wants to read something. Not everybody wants to watch you in video for six minutes. But they might not mind listening to a 30-second snippet of you talking. So keep that in mind. Um, the last thing is the, uh, what we're doing here, what we're offering, what we're trying to help people out with is uh, we're, we're helping a lot of mostly nonfiction but some fiction authors. Um, through a program called Authors of Impact. It's going to be a membership program. And there's going to be a couple different levels there. The free level is what I want to talk about today. Um, there's going to be a speakers bureau in there with over uh, 20,000 people in this database who are looking for speakers and authors and consultants. And that database is updated continuously. There's email templates you can use to do outreach so you don't sound like spam. We've got a LinkedIn influencer program to help any author use LinkedIn primarily to build up their database and start engaging with higher quality clients. 
We have complimentary TEDx training and a paid version as well. And of course, Granite's Publishing, our flagship publisher, will be um, available to everybody at no cost. So you can publish your book in any format at no charge and you keep all the royalties. So that's launching. If you want to know more about Authors of Impact, of course, um, you have to let me know. You can email me at doug at dougcrow.com and just say, hey, I'd like to go ahead and uh, be on the wait list, the early bird wait list. Or if you're watching the recorded version, just click below and you can just get going with it. Um, describing what Authors of Impact is, this membership program, it's um, something I've been very, very excited about for a couple of years. And we're just now getting all the pieces put in place to make this a high value program for you. There's gonna be a charter membership invitation, completely free, massive discounts, um, press releases, um, syndication of your PR, um, movie connections, TV connections, free book publishing with, with gratis uh, interactive training, a TEDx talk training, um, podcast guest training, as well as getting you on podcasts. A lot of stuff is gonna be there. And of course, for if you're publishing your book there, there's a full page feature that's going to be pushed out to over 100,000 business owners. So if that's of any interest to you, man, just go ahead and shoot me a quick email, say, put me on the list. Or if you're watching the recording version, just click below and say, yep, I want to know more about this. No cost to you, just a place to uh, get your voice heard as an author. Thanks so much. Have a good day.